Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. In this episode, we ask a question. Does tracking your goals actually help? Get excited, because this is Tiny Leaps. Big changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps. Big Changes, where I share research-backed strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas. Now, we talk about tracking our actions and our goals all the time. It's like one of the first things that people reach for when practicing personal development, when trying to improve themselves, and when trying to accomplish a specific thing, right? The idea is simple. You want to do X, does the process of tracking your activity, tracking your progress, getting closer and closer to this outcome, does that actually help? It's a question that we don't ask very much. We just sort of take it as fact that it must help, right? Everyone suggests it. Every single book you can read, including my own, says that that is the first thing we should do. I've dedicated hundreds of hours on this podcast giving you that advice. But many of us have never stopped to ask a simple question. Does it even work? So much of personal development is made up of stuff that just sounds nice to say stuff that when you hear it, you know, on initial hearing, it makes sense. You're like, yeah, yeah, I could get behind that. That makes perfect sense. But it's in the testing that we often figure out the truth of it. So that's what we're going to look at today. Does the process of tracking our goals actually do anything? So this should be interesting. But as always, before we jump into it, I want to take a moment to thank today's sponsors. Now, as you know, our sponsors are the reason we're able to do this podcast. So if you hear something you like, I highly encourage you to check them out. And last thing, if you'd rather not deal with ads in the future, I get it. You can get this episode ad-free right now when you join TLBC+. Learn more at tlbc.co slash join. Let's get into the ads. So I'm going to say something that is going to shock you. I'm a little bit posh. Like, I really like nice things. I, I, I can't help it. I mean, listen, I love a good quality cashmere sweater. I love a really cozy pillow top down comforter. And like many people, there's nothing better than stepping out of the shower 
and having some really soft towels. You know what I mean, right? Like I can't be the only one, but I just found out that a lot of this stuff costs way more money than it should simply because of middlemen. Seriously, there's all these people that just add themselves into the process demanding money and that's why you end up paying massive markups. It's insane. That's where Quince comes in. Quince is high quality luxury essentials at radically lower prices. Quince was founded to challenge the existing idea that nice things need to cost a lot. And they have a simple mission, create products of equal or greater quality than the leading luxury brands at a much lower price. One thing I really love about them is that they focus on just the essential products you need with low design costs. Things like cashmere crews, super soft fleece pants, silk camis, down comforters, hotel quality sheets, leather crossbody bags. They've got women's, men's, home and accessories and even some jewelry. And if you're not completely satisfied, Quince will give you a full 365 day refund. That's customer satisfaction at its best. All of this is why I'm such a fan of Quince. And Rachel and I are actually looking at making our next order. So why not join me? Quality shouldn't be a luxury. You deserve it. Try Quince today. And now there's a brand new offer just for Tiny Leaps listeners. 10% off your first purchase of $100 or more when you use the special code TINY10. Just go to onequince.com and use the code tiny 10. You still get 365 day free returns, but many of their collections sell out immediately. So you've got to move fast. Go to onequince.com. That's O-N-E-Q-U-I-N-C-E.com and use the code tiny10. I also want to thank our other sponsor, Blinkist. Do you ever just want to be a better version of yourself? A more confident, knowledgeable you? The fastest way to do it is through learning. Learning about a new topic or skill can not only broaden your horizons, but also boost your self-esteem. That's where the Blinkist app comes in. Blinkist takes top nonfiction titles, pulls out the key takeaways, and puts them into text and audio explainers called Blinks that give you the most important information in just 15 minutes. With Blinkist, you've got access to thousands of titles and 27 categories of the world's best knowledge to choose from. And if you're more of a podcast person, they've got you covered with Blinks for podcasts. They're called shortcasts. Cute, right? All of this is available in one app and right in your pocket so you can learn anytime, anywhere. Now, I like Blinkist because I'm a massively curious person. I love learning about new ideas and better understanding how these things work. With Blinkist, when curiosity strikes, I can jump right into a book on the topic and get exactly what I'm looking for. And two books I'd recommend are Indistractable by Nir Eyal, which is all about how to stay focused each day, and How Not to Worry by Paul McGee, which is all about dealing with anxiety, worry, and stress. So why not try it out? Right now, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash Tiny Leaps to start your free seven-day trial and get 25% off the Blinkist Premium Membership. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Blinkist.com slash Tiny Leaps to get 25% off and a seven-day free trial. So the study that we are looking at today is titled, Does Monitoring Goal Progress Promote Goal Attainment? A Meta-Analysis of the Experimental Evidence. And the goal of this was, quote, 
control theory, and other frameworks for understanding self-regulation suggest that monitoring goal progress is a crucial process that intervenes between setting and attaining a goal and helps to ensure that goals are translated into action. However, the impact of progress monitoring interventions on rates of behavioral performance and goal attainment has yet to be quantified, end quote. So basically, they wanted to do this study to actually sit down and quantify how much does monitoring our progress and monitoring our actions on a day-to-day basis in relationship to a specific goal, how much does that actually drive change in behavior? And that's an interesting question because if we go back to the top of the show, it's not one we ask very often. We all just sort of take it as fact that tracking our goals is one, valuable in any way, and two, the best way of driving progress. Uh, But this study wanted to dive into, well, what is the actual effect? What does that number look like? And here's what they found. Quote, the present review of 138 interventions designed to promote progress monitoring suggests that A, it is possible to engender large increases in the frequency of progress monitoring, and B, Increasing progress monitoring engenders a meaningful improvement in rates of behavioral performance and goal attainment. Our conclusion is that progress monitoring has a robust effect on goal attainment and constitutes a key component of effective self-regulation. And this is fascinating. This is so, so cool to me. So the first thing that they found is that it's possible to change, to improve, to increase the frequency of progress monitoring. Like this is something that we can all do, right? There's no special tools required. There's no special skills or talents required. We can all, when we set a goal, we can all choose to keep track of our progress towards it. And we can choose to go as deep as we want. Do we want to track every single behavior as I've argued we should? Or do we want to just track sort of on a weekly basis how close we are or how far we are from the main goal? But ultimately, we have the choice. That's what this study found in the first finding they had. We have the choice that we can take control of this part of our process. After we set a goal, we can choose to build progress monitoring into our actual approach to achieving that goal. Uh, And then the second thing they found is that by doing that, by increasing the progress monitoring on our goals, It produces meaningful improvement in the rates of behavioral performance and goal attainment. So by increasing progress monitoring, we one, take more action and two, have a higher chance of achieving the goal. Now, there are a couple questions that I have on this. First of all, where is the cutoff? Right. Does that mean that if we increase, if we just focus on increasing monitoring, Does that lead to a sort of endless increase in performance and therefore increasing the likelihood of achieving the goal? I'm sure that's not the case. I'm 100% positive that there is some cap to this, but it does raise an interesting question. Increased progress monitoring leads to increased or rather improved behavior and a higher chance of goal setting. That gives us something we control. Because that's one of the problems when it comes to setting really meaningful goals is that we don't control so much around it. There's so much that we will never be able to sort of like uh, uh, tweak 
and turn and tune to, to get the best out of. But this one thing, progress monitoring, both in terms of us actually choosing to do it and in terms of how much we do it, seems to have meaningful improvements. And so then that raises the question, well, how deep do we want to go? If we have a really, really important goal, say we want to lose X amount of pounds by our wedding or we want to make X amount of money or, or whatever it is, we have a really important goal, something that matters to us. Could we choose to go really deep into the monitoring aspect of it as almost like a hack to drive behavior change? Could we decide that not only are we going to do a weekly check-in where we see how close we are or how far we are, that we're also going to track daily behaviors. We're also going to track lack of behavior. We're also going to track the time around it. Now, obviously, you can get to the point where this gets unhealthy. But if we can, as individuals, find that place for ourselves, whatever that healthy version of progress monitoring looks like, then we now have the power to significantly impact whether or not we achieve a goal. That is amazing. So thank you to the team behind this for putting together the study. I want to talk a little bit about what this means. What it means for us is that we have control. We can't control everything. But when we set a goal, it's not a question. It's not a wish. It's not a desire. It's something we can actually control certain criteria around and move in the direction of. So that's what it means for us. It's something that we can actually move towards. And there are specific metrics that we can look at in order to increase the likelihood that we get it. So that's the first big takeaway. And in my opinion, that shift in the way we think about our goals is, is probably the most important part of this. But that's, that's number one. The second is, okay, well, now we know that tracking things, monitoring our progress does have an effect. What should we track? Well, of course, we can look at sort of the standard like weekly, monthly, every other week, whatever frequency works for you of how close are we compared to where we were last time, right? And if that's something we can measure, then wonderful. We can start there. But if we want to go deeper, we can also look at our daily actions or the cumulative of our weekly actions, we can look at all of the actions related to this goal that we had. Every penny we spent, if it's a finance goal, every calorie that we ate, if it's a fitness goal. We can look at each of the actions related to this goal and keep track of that as well. And maybe we don't do a review every day. Maybe we do. I personally do a review every day for my fitness goals and for my finance goals, but Maybe you review it once a week. Maybe you review it once every other week, but you have to keep track of it every day in order to have the data to review. So keeping track of your actions, keeping track of the outcomes. So of course you want the larger goal outcome, getting there or not, but you also want the minor outcomes, the things in between that one, present an opportunity to celebrate or sometimes present an opportunity to learn. If you tried something that didn't work, now you can learn from that thing. But if you're not tracking it, if you're not keeping track of that progress and regularly reviewing it, then you're going to struggle to actually take those learnings. We can also look at overall progress and we can break that down into those weekly reviews, bi-weekly reviews, or we can look at it on a daily basis 
Are we 1% further than we were yesterday? Are we 0.5%? Are we 0.025%? It doesn't really matter what the number is. This isn't about moving as fast as possible. It's about moving and being able to recognize that we're moving. That's the value of tracking. It's actually an inherently motivating thing because you can see, no matter how tiny, you can see the progress. You can see it in the numbers. They do not lie. And it also acts as a way to hold you accountable. Because you can't lie if the number is going backwards. You can't lie if the number is not moving. And that's going to be frustrating. Which is why you need to find the balance that works for you. It's not about tracking every single thing you can. It's about tracking what you can that is healthy for you. What you can that isn't going to drive you insane. And so how do we track this? Well, as I said, you don't need any special tools. You can whip out a pen and a paper. If you have a small journal you can keep in your back pocket or in your purse or wherever, grab that. Keep track of this stuff on pen and paper or make a spreadsheet or download any number of a trillion and a half apps out there. Or just if it's like something you can track automated, track it automated, like with a fitness watch or that like aura ring thing. There are any number of ways to track the metric that is important to you. So just pick one, whatever works best for you. Which brings me to what you do next. This was such a cool study because it proved to us that we have control. It proved to us that if nothing else, we can control whether or not we monitor our progress. And by just doing that, we can increase and improve our behavior around a specific goal. So what we need to do next is very straightforward. We need to stop wasting time. Pick an area of your life to focus on. Fitness, nutrition, finances, career, relationships, mental health. Pick one. It doesn't matter which. Pick an area to focus on. Create a goal around that area. It can be a specific goal. You all know the SMART framework, specific, measurable, actionable, relevant, timed. It can be one of those. It can be a leap goal, long-term, empathetic, actionable, process-focused. It can be whatever type of goal you want, but make some kind of goal around that focus area. Define what your KPI looks like, your key performance indicator. This is, are you tracking actions? Are you tracking outcomes, progress, mistakes, so on and so forth? Choose a way to track it. Pen and paper is the easiest way to start. And then spend three days doing that. Don't worry about changing any behavior yet, because as we know, the study just told us we don't have to worry about that. Behavior change will happen as a byproduct of tracking. So just focus on tracking. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you haven't already, be sure to find the podcast over on Instagram at Tiny Leaps and let me know your thoughts. I really want to connect with you, learn more about you and create a better show for you. So reach out to me. Let me know what's going through your mind. If you haven't already, check out today's sponsors. Quince is a phenomenal, phenomenal company trying to bring luxury goods to your home at a cheaper, cheaper cost. So head over to onequince.com and use the code tiny10 or check out today's other sponsor, Blinkist, blinkist.com slash tiny leaps. You guys know I'm a huge, huge fan of learning and Blinkist is one of the best ways to do it, especially if you're short on time. Thank you for being here. I've been Greg Clunas. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day.